Hello and welcome to Unknown Serial Killers. If this is your first time joining me, I'm your host Asia and I'm here to talk about your average neighbors who finds fun in killing other people. As always, viewers discretion is advised because we're talking about murder, violence, and possible drug use. Let's just jump right into it and talk about the eyeball killer. Charles Frederick Albright was born August 10, 1933 in Amarillo, Texas. He was adopted from an orphanage by Dell and Fred Albright. His adoptive mother, who was a school teacher, was very strict and overprotective of him. She accelerated his education and helped him skip two grades. When he got his first gun as a teenager, he killed small animals with it. His mother would help him stuff them due to his interest in becoming a taxidermist. So, already, that's red flag number one. And then his mom is, you know, supporting that, probably thinking nothing of it. Like, he won't turn into a serial killer as he gets older, but that's always the case. At age 13, he was already a petty thief and was arrested for aggravated assault. At age 15, he graduated from high school and enrolled at North Texas University. He expressed an interest in training as a medical doctor and a surgeon. He undertook pre-med training but failed to complete it. At age 16, the police caught him with stolen petty cash along with two handguns and a rifle. He spent a year in jail. After his release from jail, he attended Arkansas State Teachers College and majored in pre-med studies. After being found with stolen items, he was expelled from college but was not prosecuted. Apparently unfazed, he falsified a degree. He stole documents and forged signatures, giving himself a fictitious bachelor's and master's degree. He married his college girlfriend and they had a daughter. He continued to forge checks. He was caught in his deception while he was teaching at a high school and was placed on probation. In 1965, he and his wife separated, divorcing in 1997. So there you have it. Um, of, of course, him being a kid and getting a rifle and a handgun shooting small animals led to him growing up to be a criminal, not killing anybody just yet, but you know, just forgering and stealing and robbing other people and stuff like that. He was then caught stealing hundreds of dollars worth of merchandise from a hardware store and received a two-year prison sentence. He served less than six months before being released. During this time, he began to befriend and gain the trust of his neighbors. He was even asked by local residents to babysit their children. In 1981, while visiting some friends, he sexually molested their 14-year-old daughter. He was prosecuted, pleaded guilty, and received probation. He later claimed that he was innocent, but he had pleaded guilty to avoid a hassle. In 1984, he applied to be a leader in the Boy Scouts of America and was rejected. In 1985, in Arkansas, Albert met a woman named Dixie. He invited her to live with him. Soon, she was paying his bills and supporting him. He delivered newspapers in the morning, apparently to visit prostitutes without arousing Dixie's suspicions. So, that's red flag number two. As him being your new neighbor, you know, you give people the benefit of the doubt. You think he's so friendly and so nice. You trust him. But then... He turns around and while visiting a friend molest their 14 year old daughter that that's something i would never do and i would never let him around kids not even his own 
So from there, he started killing people. December 13th, 1990, Mary Lou Pratt, 33, a Caucasian well-known prostitute in the Oak Cliff neighborhood of Dallas, was found dead wearing only a t-shirt and bra. She had been shot in the back of the head with a 44 caliber gun, as well as being badly beaten. The medical examiner reported that the killer had removed both of her eyes with surgical precision and had apparently taken them with him. February 10, 1991, Susan Beth Peterson, 27, a Caucasian prostitute, was found on the same street Mary Pratt was found on, just outside the Dallas city limits near the Decido city limits. She was nearly nude and had been shot three times in the top of the head and her left breast in the back of her head. The medical examiner found that her eyes had been removed as well. At this point, the investigators realized they were looking for a repeater. March 10, 1991, Shirley Williams, an African-American prostitute, was found dead lying in elementary school. A waitress found Williams' nude body propped up against a curb. Her eyes had been removed, just like the previous two victims. She had facial bruises and a broken nose and had been shot in the face and through the top of the head. Medical examiner's field agent pulled back her eyelids and discovered that her eyes were missing. On March 23, 1991, Albert was arrested and charged with three counts of murder. His trial began on December 13, 1991. The evidence was mostly circumstantial. Harris found that William's murder site matched Albert's hair. On December 18, 1991, the jury deliberated and found him guilty only of the murder of Shirley Williams. While incarcerated, Albert died at the West Texas Regional Medical Facility in Lubox, Texas in September 2020. So there you have it, guys. Um, a person who literally is a neighbor next door and you think have good intentions and volunteering and babysitting neighbor's kids turns out to be a deadly serial killer. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed telling it. Like I always tell you guys, be careful who you talk to. You never know who they kill. See you guys next week.